better and worse with Jess and Rage. Like, <laughs> light num rip, but I'm nervous like a morning fart, girl. Really? No, but like, is I fart in my it sleep. Is, that was one of one of the things that, like I said to Josh before we started like having sleepovers. I was like, I fart in my sleep. You need to know this now. Yep. Because I'm not gonna hold it in. Well, you can. You're asleep, right? Nor do I want to. I also always wanted a guy who found that endearing. Farting. In your sleep, like it's like cute. Mm. They don't know; it's out of their control. We both be ripping it, and our dogs. Our room stinks. I don't know how to get the stink out. We literally put like an. Josh is an air purifier. I, I mean, that. he's got a problem. Like the amount of air purifiers I have, he's. It's part of his anxiety. Like that, we're. I'm like, babe. We've got like a. We've got detectors here. Do you? Like carbon monoxide. Yeah. That's not an air purifier. No, but, you know, what What are we purifying? Right. What? What's the deal? But he can't. Okay, we're on a team. We're, we're, we're rolling. We're rolling. We're talking. Yeah, okay, I thought now we were. We I started are. with the fart comment. Let's get going. <laughs> <laughs> that was the opener. Oh, God. And not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> well, starting off strong. Um, so Josh has anxiety, clinical, treated, treated, but we have had a visitor in our home. Okay. We're having a little run in with the paranormal. What? Yeah. We've never felt a presence so much as like the light in Elsie's room keeps turning on. Mm. and the first i mean it's happened probably a bunch of times but i just i just put it on me like oh i must have forgot but two days ago i was doing like some meditation some like uh medicine like exercise ball like look at you go well it's the only house in our room currently that has carpet like we have a big rug in there pregnant girl just trying and then she's got those nice lights the like galaxy lights that can transport yeah so i'm just trying to you know get zen you know open up my pelvis a little bit yeah relax that pelvic floor so i know for a fact i never turned the light on that night because i was just using the night lights and then i remember using my flashlight to navigate the three steps out of the room because let's get it to dark let's get it to dark let's get it to dark um and then in the morning, I see that her light is on. And I Can the cat be responsible? No, because the door's shut. So the door's shut. I walk in, the light's on, and I texted Josh. He was already at work. And I was like, did you go in Elsie's room this morning? He's like, no. I was like, it's officially Dorothy. Who's Dorothy? Uh, the 97-year-old woman that lived in that house. Did she die there? I don't know if she died there, but she resided there. For 40 plus years. Oh, that's right. And like the the kids acquired yeah. it and we're trying to get rid of it. Yeah, like so. one, I think one of her daughters lived there with her. Was it, how long was it vacant? I, I don't Hard know. Hard to tell. And I, I'm not one to ask if someone died in the house. You know, it's like. Does that bother I, you? Would that deter you from a purchase of a home? Not an elderly death. Me either. But yeah, but like a murder. Yeah, murder. Yeah, absolutely. 
But if like an old lady died in her sleep on that bed in that room, right? And God be with your soul. I think Dorothy's excited to have some new life in the house. She must be. But I'm like, yeah, the new baby, just letting her know. But because now I'm like, this has happened a couple times. You know, you're supposed to like, hey, I. I don't want no smoke. Oh, yeah. You have to be like, hey, yeah. I'm like, happy that you're here. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. It's okay that you're here. But I told her, I said, Dorothy, we're paying the electricity bill now. And it's not 1965. Don't piss her off. Hey. Don't piss her off, Rach. I won't. But, okay. you know, you just have to say, like, respect, respect. Yeah. Respect, respect, respect all the way through. Just don't, you know, don't be turning on the lights all night. Uh, that's just, that's playful. When the knives start getting thrown, that's where we. Yeah. I, I feel like most. I've never really had run-ins with the paranormal. Me neither. This is my so, the closest I've ever heard. But Josh has, like, his mom used to live in, like, a very, like, almost demonic house that, like, he used to, like, sleep outside of because he would be afraid to go in. That's fucking traumatic. So, yeah, he's a little traumatized. And I thought this would just be a funny story because Josh is now freaking out. He's He's angled the baby monitor towards the... That's a good like, way to catch him, though. I don't need to know. You can go viral on TikTok. I don't want to know. I don't need to see it. You know, I, I sense it, and I just say, Ghost Grandma. Ghost Grandma Dorothy. Ghost Grandma. Just keep it keep it good. Keep it light. And because babies and little kids are very susceptible. Yeah, you know? and dogs. Yeah. And so our dogs have never picked up on it. Not to my knowledge. I mean, they pick up on anything. Mm-hmm. But they skittish. haven't picked up on anything in Elsie's room, so yeah, who knows? But wow, Josh really lost it last night, and then I proceeded to have the mental breakdown of all mental breakdowns. I don't think Josh has ever seen me cry so hard because last week my dad, who, as I've mentioned before, is a lover of Native American culture. Is it slightly uh, problematic at times? Yes, but he's 80 years old almost, so we give him some slack. He just loves the culture. He loves donating money to any tribe. Let him have it. Let the 80-year-old man have it. You know, what what did my dad do when he was feeling sentimental about his daughter having a baby? Goes on PuebloDirect.com and finds a local artisan that makes these clay figurines. Oh, sweet um, clay figurines of of a mother and baby. So this this is the figurine. Okay, okay, guys. Um, I can I, I'll throw it up on the stories. Yeah, it's it's just a clay figurine. The look, the baby's. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very cute. It's very sweet. Native American. Josh decides that that has brought a demon into our house last night. <laughs> and I'm laughing so hard. You know, like, I'm just like, you're joking or kidding. But he's like, because I put it in Elsie's room yesterday. Uh-huh. Like, it was in the breezeway for, a, it was in my car for four or five days. Then it was in the breezeway for about three days. And then yesterday I was like, oh, we'll put this, we have I don't a, know. a shelf now. We don't know that it's a demon, but it could have brought, well, Josh is like, this is going outside. I'm thinking we're doing a bit. Like, I know that there's a hint of sincerity, but I also think we're doing a bit. Like, uh-huh. this is just funny. Uh-huh. Um, no, like, he actually threw it out there. And then, threw like, it physically threw it? Uh-huh. 
And he's on FaceTime with his friend Matt. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go get it, Matt. You have to see this. Of course he's not on FaceTime with his friend because he's never not doing anything for the show. No. Him on, if you get, if you ever follow him on Snapchat, it is quite entertaining. He's a weirdo. The star of the show. Star of the show. Uh He's the main character. um, This is his main character year. And that's just facts. Yeah. So he, then I realized you actually put it out in the yard. And I then think my dad's going to die. My dad's going to die. Oh, my. And this is the last thing he ever gave me. And it was um, it was it was his his tangible physical support of me as a mother. And now my husband threw it outside the yard because he thought like legitimately thought. I can't believe he threw it like overhand. Yes. Like get out of here, demon. Yeah. And so I text him because he's been outside looking for this thing. And I'm like, hey, get off the phone with Matt. Come inside right now. He comes in white as a ghost. I don't know why. Then I just start sobbing. Well, he probably thought something was really up when you were like, get in here right now. Oh, it turned out that he thought that the figurine had found its way back in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Absolutely lost his mind and i'm just sobbing i'm like this is the last thing my dad gave me and like I, it's what happens when i've had a couple intrusive thoughts like deeply intrusive and like already i'm at my father's funeral knowing that i that we threw the last gift and i'm just like the guilt the guilt runs over me like my dad is already in the grave or cremated we haven't decided yet and it just wrecks me i am <laughs> i'm in the front yard we find it. Head broke off. So I grab, <gasps> yeah, grab. He it. really threw it. Yeah, he really threw it because he was really afraid. And so I bring it back in. I'm clutching it to my chest, and I'm just sobbing in this chair oh. over this thing. And Josh is like, "We." He's just like, "I'm sorry. What? We were just laughing. I thought." And I'm like, "This is this is a gift from my dad. This is from my dad." And that's all I could say. And <laughs> my sister is probably horrified listening to this because she's just like, wow, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in the end, I did find the head. So we are going to be gluing it back together. But Josh has requested that it doesn't go in the baby's room. But I'm like, the ghost has been in the baby's room for months, for months, on and off. And you're blaming it on this clay figurine that some man named John made from the from the Pueblo Nation. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> I think he's actually Navajo. But Really? Yeah, PuebloDirect.com is kind of like Etsy for like Native American That's sellers. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm into that actually. Yeah. So And he supported local. He loves to do that. My dad is a man of many trinkets. I can believe that. And this is the trinket of and I'm trinkets. Like, Josh Josh was like, You don't think these people could curse things to to unleash it on white people? Oh I was my like, God. you need to take a walk. A long walk. Okay. I'm like this isn't an artifact. Too, this isn't an far. artifact we found. He took it too a, far. In a shallow grave. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm like, you need to. But like, when I tell you the anxiety, the fear in him was so real. Oh like he my. was shaking. Like he legitimately thought that this clay figurine brought a demon into our house. Well, it's a classic we'll see. Classic we'll see. But I, my bets are on Dorothy. Okay. I can't believe a, a 
a double duo running. Right. But I guess we could say that the spirit was the figurine and not Dorothy. We don't know. Right. But if we want to name her Dorothy, the previous owner of the home, that yeah. seems safer. But the figurine has only been in our house for three days. And it ha- it wasn't even in Elsie's room at the on the time of the like leaving the lights on. Mm, okay. It was on the porch. So you know, who knows? But all that to say, we're experiencing some light paranormal. That's and Josh will Keep move things- us out. Josh is like, Well, we're moving back in with Cher. And I was like, any excuse you can get to move back in with Cher, you'll I'm use sure it. Sure, he would jump at. He would jump at. Like we didn't like He loves he sucks up to her so bad. I know. God, he's so he's so funny. He's he's a nightmare. He cracks me up. So that's wait, also another Josh story that I feel like needs to be really, really recognized is the twin comment. On the phone with the client. Oh. Please tell the stories. <laughs> I, I'm i still laughing about it. The fact that you put on Snapchat, I feel like it's we're allowed to talk about it here, yeah, but it's yeah. one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard. Yeah. So I was upstairs with Josh, and he gets a call from, like, you know, a consultant. And he's just, like, small talking. And I think this consultant is a twin. And I think his twin, like is also in IT. So Josh was like, oh, you're a twin, you know. It, are you uh, fraternal or maternal? <laughs> and I look at him like, uh, my mouth, my hand goes over the mouth. And then he looks at me, he goes, or paternal? Paternal? And I'm like, oh my like, God. Identical. I was like, I married you. I let you impregnate me. That is funny because that is something I would do in the heat of the moment too. Just small talking, kind of looking nervous. Fraternal or paternal? Fraternal, maternal? What did he think the difference like came from the mom or the father? What does that mean? He didn't think about it. I'm telling you for one second. God. And And he was dead ass. I wish the man was on speakerphone. How dead ass was he saying that? He was really dead ass. But sometimes it's like, Josh, are you real, real? Because he will sometimes play weird pranks where it's like yeah. he just plays dumb. That's just his humor, though. I know, but I've like, I'm like, Josh, sometimes I, I really think that you're unintelligent. Like, one <laughs> another thing that I'm not sure is a long con or not, oh is you know, God. like loofahs? Yeah. Um, he told me, he's like, um, like, yeah, you're supposed to cut them and then use the individual sheets. No. And I was like, Josh, that's funny. Like, yeah. But no. But sure enough. It's so funny because sure enough. Joe does similar stuff. And I'm like, just stop. And like, I I don't know if it's a long con or I don't know if it's just you trying to be funny. I'd say it's it's like Winston from New Girl, like too small or too big. Yep, yep, yep. Too small, too big. Mm -hmm. And but sure enough, if you go into our bathroom and you see a loofah, it's been unfurled. And he, he'll take one at a time and use them as scrubbies. And and, I, and part of me believes that could be more sanitary probably. if you were to throw away after every use. Right. But you can also just buy the sheets of like... Are you a loofah user? No. I just... I'm a bar soap user. I I, I lather up my hands and I go at really? it. Really? Okay. I go at it. Well, I get weird about washcloths. I get weird about all that stuff because it's like, so I use. You don't want to put them in your folds. You don't want to put them in your folds. I use a silicone. 
Yeah. That I really like because what you can do is you can scrub it after the soap is in it. You could see it all come out. Yeah. And then you just, it hangs and it dries really fast. It's not the best suds in the world. Right. Like, like a loofah is sudsy. Yeah. You know, that's what you love that. I do. Everybody loves that. Yeah. I think I want to be just covered. Showers have really been my, my peace place lately nice yeah i just look forward to it if i need to just ground myself i'm just hop my ass in the shower i don't care if it's two times a day three times a day i will just just go in there and just sit it's just water something about water lately for me is just very calming i don't like being wet i like i've been looking at like if stuff pops up on the tv like a pool i'm like oh that looks good i gotta hop my ass i gotta take my ass to the ymca clearly it's right down the street isn't it? i know joe and i've been Saying we're going to sign up. And he's like, Jess, we missed the free sign up. It's 200 bucks. The why is not inexpensive. A month? No, I think it's just for the year. But you have paid up front. But then that's. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's not bad, right? No, that's not bad at all. If it's a year. Yeah. Maybe I didn't really understand what he said. But we missed the free sign up. But anywho, I'm, I'm taking my ass to the fucking I think pool. our local one was like. 60 for a family membership a month oh okay okay a month and but it's like we both pay 20 a month at planet fitness and you don't get the pool and you don't get the yeah the amenities the amenities so yeah i think that's all we have here though in the worth like i guess there was a gym and it closed and there's a pf but i don't really fuck a pf really the colors are too distracting it's just like white in there with purple and yellow accents not the one I went to in Cleveland Heights. It was purple and yellow everything. Mm. I was like, <sighs> I went to Planet Fitness yesterday. I saw you trying to walk the baby out. <sighs> trying to walk. Uh, Rachel's do any minute, even though she believes that she's gonna. She's co- she really wants to guys, stay in there. We thought we were cooking with gas last week, last Thursday and Friday. We started the group Marco Polo. Well, I was having contractions for two like two days, but they would go away. And they were real contractions. They weren't Braxton Hicks. I've been having Braxton Hicks for, you know, over a month now. Um, But I texted my doula and I, like, described what I was feeling. And she's like, yeah, those are real contractions. But if you didn't know, guys, there's something called prodromal labor, which basically means they're real contractions, but they're not going anywhere. So you'll – because, like, I would have them for, like, on and off for, like, four or five-hour stretches – and then nothing. Um, but my doula still thought it was positive because she's like, you know, it means your body's preparing and prepping. Yeah. Um, but Elsie's still in my rib cage. Like, my ribs are bruised up here, like, almost certain. Like, it hurts to touch. So she's still really high, which also doesn't really mean anything because some babies drop before labor. Some don't. Some wait until you're there. <sighs> are you currently <laughs> <Yeah>. having one? <laughs> like, I don't know if it, I can't – sometimes it's like – I don't know if she's just like pushing on me, on my pelvis or what. We still don't know what position she's in. I'm just like she's she's at where she's at at this point. We were going to go to one of those like – to one of those ultrasound places. Just to see. Because it's like I have to wait till Friday to get a scan when I'm 30 – 30, over 39 weeks pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> like she can come at any time but – um. I lost my mucus plug. So Ooh. we thought we were really like, but 
crickets. Yeah, crickets. Crickets here. So I think she's just fucking with me. Yeah. But, and I don't mean, I, and I mean this honestly, I don't mean any Pisces slander. But okay, if, but a Pisces a- is, I think is elite. I Aren't they like super emotionally aware and... Are they super super emotional? I think you have to like do the work to be aware. Oh, I thought they were just like emotionally in tune. Like Meredith has two Pisces children. Um and they're intense because they just feel things so yeah, so out loud and so in your face. Florence her rising sign is a Leo. Okay. Which fits. Mhm. Miles's rising sign is a Sagittarius. So it's just uh, emotion on top of intensity. Sick. And he is so the sweetest kid, but I, I don't have Meredith's patience. Mm. So I think it would be really challenging for me to have a Pisces child because I would just be like, we're crying about this. And I don't want to be that because there's no wrong way to cry. There's no wrong way to feel. It, no. And it's great that she's showing emotion. And if you're a Pisces, I mean, no. My mom's a Pisces. We love, but I just think me it'd be raise, difficult yeah. to so, raise a Pisces child as a Sag mother. Yeah. So I would, I mean, I would have to be a full two weeks. I would have to be like 42 weeks. I'd be 14 days past. Oh, wow. To have a Pisces. But it's been done before. But I think I would, I would entertain getting induced. <laughs> because <laughs> of that. Like, yeah. I mean. Is that a choice you have? Yeah, and this is something that's interesting that I'm finding because I'm as as we know I'm a part of that a, a weird baby due date group, and like I've I've said this before. I don't know if I said this on the pod or I've talked to you about like I love my OBGYN office because they're upfront with the fact that it's like you're gonna get one of our six OBs, so we're gonna have you see all the OBs because we can't promise that your specific OB is gonna be on call, and it's never the case. And I feel like. I feel like that's smart but, because people get super bummed out when they're like, yes, like every movie is like, he's on vacation. Right. This is like, come on. It's just, but the offices that have, you're seeing your one provider. That's when a lot of inductions are pushed because it's like, mm. I'm on call for these three days. Do you want to be induced? Right. And if you choose to be induced, that's great. But you can also get induced and be in the hospital for a week. Right. Because your body's not ready. Right. There's a lot of things. So it's kind of frowned upon to do like a pushed induction. Like if you don't have high blood pressure, if you don't have any risk. Yeah, if you're not high risk. And if you're not even dilated or anything yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 39-week inductions are a thing. But they're not a thing with our practice because they already set the expectation that like. It, because it, if it doesn't matter who your OB is. Yeah. Like, yeah. If that's not the issue, then what is? You so know, I think I just which... really magically lucked out with this practice, like off yeah. the jump. Because, yeah, I think it is hard when you're like attaching your birthing experience to a certain practitioner. Sure. Versus like they they've they've encouraged duels from the beginning. I have a midwife. Like I have you know my nurse practitioner who I will continue to see like when I'm not pregnant. Right. Like they're very. It's a very like it's a team atmosphere there that I really appreciate. So I just think that's the difference that I'm finding because there's a bunch of people in this um, February babies group that I'm in that just like are like my doctor's been pushing an induction and like all this stuff. And, you know, 
And then there's some people that are like, my doctor won't induce me, but they're going on vacation. And it's like, guys, yeah, you just got to roll with it. Also, it's like your doctor isn't the one holding your hand throughout your 12 hours of they, labor. They come when to pull it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To so. kind of oversee, but everyone else is doing the heavy lifting, literally. But like, right? It's like. Yeah. And I feel like unless I'm getting a cesarean, I don't actually. Right. I don't actually care if yeah. there's a doctor to catch my baby. Yeah. Anybody got hands? Got yeah. hands? Do. Bring yeah. it on. Bring it on. Catch them. I'm just hoping I can labor in that tub. Yeah. That'd be so. nice. Speaking of water, you know, that sounds great. Yeah. I That's going to be great. You're going to just be in there. Wait in the water. I'm excited for that. So I'm hoping. I'm hopeful. When are you going to come? It's it's Josh's birthday on Saturday. so That would be cool. He would love a birthday twin. But I, because I'm an asshole, don't want her to be born on Josh's birthday because his dad is like, I've had a vision. You don't want to. You know what I mean? You don't want him to be right about it. I don't want him to be right about it. God, no. No. God forbid. Never. I'm like, and she could have her own life, her own birthday. Yeah. Sharing birthdays is tough. Yeah. Not that I even I mean, I would have, well, I wanted it. I would have loved a birthday twin because then I would, I would just be able to awkward moonwalk away from my birthday forever. Yeah. I don't feel that way. My Virgo ass is like, that's mine. Yeah. I love birthdays. You know me. I know you, Jess. You love birthdays. I do. I love birthdays. I love celebrating my birthday. It just isn't, it doesn't have to be all about me, but I don't mind the extra attention, the extra words of encouragement and like, I appreciate you. It's nice to hear. You don't get to hear that every day, but you do hear it on your birthday. You're right. You know? I'm just like, I don't respond Keeps to texts. I, I know, don't. I know. Keeps morale high for me in my life. But we were sipping on my labor tea, my raspberry leaf tea. We are walking. We're doing what we can to get this baby ready to come out of me. I'll see we're ready when you are. Yeah, I'm ready when you are. Waiting on you. No pressure, but I'm just like it can't be that exciting in there. It's cozy. It's familiar. Let me show you how cozy it can be out here. Yeah, me. right on this chest, bitch. Yeah. There's milk out here. Yeah. We hope. I could go on and on about baby stuff, but we, we shall. We, we shall sh- move on. To our fucking anniversary episode. Happy anniversary. Two years. Woo. It feels like longer. Does it? Yeah, it does. But two years. Holy shit. I know. How much has changed in two years? And I, I did look. It is our 83rd episode wish it was a little bit more round you know wish we could have gotten to 90 or even 85 but yeah well, no that... 83rd 83 episodes wow when we hit 100 we should do something fun yeah we should we should do the count cal- I'll, I'll calculate when we'll get there yeah but um two years thanks for sticking with us so we're gonna just kind of reflect some of you guys submitted your favorite moments um and yeah we're gonna Read them and hope and that it's entertaining. I hope and hope that we can reminisce a bit. Yeah, I wish we had balloons. I wish we had something, but you know, life is just it is. We showed up. We showed up. We came. We showed up. We're on the white couch. Which Jess? Did you did you see a lot of people's comments? I everyone's comments was you can't get those because the dog hair will show up, and I completely agree. Not everyone's comments. I think it was about eighty twenty. 
in support of you returning the white. I'm keeping the damn white. And that's my final say because I bought green dining room chairs over there. You see them? Mm-hmm. Great. Covered. I mean, any speck of anything is just on there. So I'm going to fuck with the white. Honestly, guys, I'm I'm going to keep it and see what happens. I just need to bring the color elsewhere. Yeah, because we also have white poof, white chair, other white chair. Those are mismatchy. Yeah. This whole house is an absolute shit show right now. It's gotten worse because we're in the... We're, we're in the, We got boxes. We've got stuff. Ordered. My dining room table's over here in a box. It'll be Tools. Good. It'll be good when it's good. It'll be good when it's good. And I just need to figure it out. Just add, we need to add the pops of color. I'm working with some people. Okay, working with some people. People you, reached out to they? help. Yes, good. yes. So I'm very, very grateful. And so I'll be, we'll be getting it together. You'll be getting the vibes down. Not most importantly, yes. yeah, vibes down, Pat. That's what I need because my space is important, and I think this is really contributing to a lot of anxiety for me. But yeah, I felt I'm that al- way. yeah, and I'm almost just like letting it go too because it's too much for mm-hmm. me to handle and that doesn't feel good that's how i feel about our bedroom i'm just yeah. like i hate it there i hate it there i hate it there i, I just like it it's the like, white walls but like n- none of the other furniture go with white walls yes i just need to turn it into a dungeon uh-huh. like just paint it dark get yeah. that vibe but uh, that won't happen i know that I will just, never happen We're i don't just gonna have leave the- it white because i'm sure the next people that buy it will appreciate the white walls yeah I hope blank so. slate. Yeah. Pre-primed, if anything. Right. You know? There you go. You're so. welcome. Thank me later. <laughs> I thought I thought about you next buyer. Yeah. You're welcome. So. All right. Just trying to get a little more. These deep couches are <laughs> they are they're hard. Not for full term pregnant women. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. We are we are full term. We are full term. Full term. Oh, oh my god! It gosh. feels like it, man. Me powering through that mile. I have not walked a mile. Like, I mean, I have it like weddings and like, but not like not really like, focusing no. and doing it all at one time. No, it's very clear that the our block is not a mile. Our block is like yeah, halfy, third, yeah, if that. Because I was like oof, 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 I'm like holding my belly up, trying to. Ooh, you should have wore the band. I have not found that it helps me. Real okay, um, but not. But I also didn't like buy a bunch. It was like I had. I was gifted some, and like there's a couple different kinds. You can, and I'm like, yeah. I was just like, it's you're spending money on so much shit. Like I try not to buy money. Like at this point, it's like I'm I'm trying to like if I'm buying maternity clothes, I want them to be like maternity and postpartum clothes, right. Like, there better be some breastfeeding useful holes or something. Can use more than once. Yes. Totally impractical. Totally understand that. It really is. Um, But I love my maternity leggings. I've got some bralettes that I've been liking. But we shall see. Like, that's one thing. It's like, I'm not buying any um, breastfeeding bras yet. Like, the, the um, bralettes I have are... Mm-hmm. But they're not the like they're not clamps. There's not. It's just they're just Lucy. Um, because I'm like one. Don't know if I'll be able to breastfeed, so I'm not gonna buy a bunch of fucking breastfeeding bras. That's if for fair. whatever reason that chip falls, mm-hmm. 
and then yeah that's pretty much it okay anyway (laughs) i'm tired now (laughs) but we are getting to the meat anniversary (laughs) hey guess what i'm getting a fucking washer and dryer today hot dog okay i'm telling you that is life's simplest pleasure that we've been going without and it is yeah I just have to get it off my chest. Yeah, it'll that, be good. We literally just went into the scratch and dent place and I said, this one, this one. I don't fucking, I really don't They're give delivering. a shit. They're delivering. They're not. No. You're so stay tuned for Joe and I's episode coming up here soon because. Part two of the U-Haul? Part two of carrying heavy things into a house. It'll be Chris, um, Joe's cousin, his brother, Jeremy, and Joe. Yeah. Getting a dolly, getting a strap. It'll be fine. It'll be fine because they have to go up the stairs. Yeah, which are right there. Yeah. What happened? Just she's hurting. She's huge. She's huge inside of my body. Which is it's crazy. And it's to just think. any way she moves, she's hitting a rib or she's hitting my pelvis. She's hitting my bladder. She's ready to she, come out. Or she's ready to just keep terrorizing me. And that's how it is. That's motherhood. That's, that's showbiz, baby. motherhood, baby. That's showbiz, baby. Okay, the meat, guys. We're just gonna... You guys gave us some of your favorite memories, episodes, funny things, and we're gonna read through them. We, we haven't looked at them. Have you? I've, I've, I've looked at a couple, and a, a couple people have mentioned the, their favorite story from Jess. Jess, you've got a lot of good stories. I, pro- this, I think that is the reason I agreed to the podcast. Yeah. Because we know I hate my voice. We know that, I mean, I'm I'm wise at times, yeah. but like a lot of funny shit does happen to me and the delivery of the storytelling. I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy it. What story was it? It's the you peeing your pants at the wedding. I hope so. I hope that reached which, the right audience. Which it did. It hit in, you know, it's leaving because the, guys, in the it woods. Was, it was bad. And I have to wonder, did you have any close calls this year? Any... And I added came, wedding horror stories. I think I learned my lesson. And okay. I think like where I was at back then was like so focused, you know, like laser focused to my clients. And like this last now year. Now you don't care. No, no. <laughs> it, no, it's like it's just it wasn't that serious, you know, like I'm more confident. I know what I had. You know, it just was like I could relax a little bit. And then I think I was just like learned from my mistakes, like pee when you have a second. And, um, yeah, even though it is just, like, the yellowest pee you'll ever have. Isn't wedding day pee just ruthless? Yeah, it is. Because you don't drink any water. You try. You're like, I'm bringing this. This has to be gone by the end of the day. I mean, I was better this year, especially because I was, like, visibly pregnant. Right. During, so like, busy season. So people understood. people knew, like, hey, she's taking a rest. Yeah. She's taking a breather. <laughs> she's, I'm like. Dude, you want to know what's funny is that. Um, my second shooter who shot that wedding with me messaged me after the pod came out and he's like, no fucking way that happened. My friend Negley, shout out Negley. He <laughs> shot that wedding with me and I never told him that it happened, but I drove home and he um, was living a few hours away at the time. So I offered him to stay over my house because he helped me out. I was like, yeah, you don't have to drive home. And, you know, sure as shit, we drove home in my pee dress, you know, like. No underwear. He had no, none the wider. I was just commando driving home. 
And it's and the way I would be chafing so bad if if I had damp under thighs. It was the end of the night, so I was very lucky. Oh my god, guys! Yeah, I think that was scary. That one in the period, blood everywhere. Oh yeah, you did have that story this year. That it felt those two felt the same to me. So like that yeah. was the, this year's or this last year's pee story because it was. When I say it was like this close to on my gear, I'm just Oof. like, not the new R5. Like, no. please don't, please don't, don't tarnish the new R5. Not but... a blood ritual for the blood. For the <laughs> no, R5. no, it was bad. I really thought I'm like I have to go to fucking Target around here and get something new. <laughs> but good, I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. Um, I'm sure there'll be more to come with peeing my pants. Um, it's so, not the end. No, it is not the end. No, no. honestly. If you know, I have a baby. I'm sure that yeah, we're all going to be peeing our pants. Yeah, well, here's to it. Yeah, we should probably just go ahead and buy some pads, some some pee pads. Kind of shamed. Who no. cares? We wear fucking pads and tampons. Like, what's right. a little added for incontinence? Little... Who cares? Hey, if you if I you ain't get, too good for it, if you get pregnant and you get that pregnancy wop, you'll be in for it. You'll be Ugh. in for it. Okay, I don't want that. It's not fun, and it it doesn't help with sex. Yeah, I see. <sighs> too wet. Okay, yeah. I saw it's not this. Necessarily too wet. It's just different sensations. Okay, okay, different excretions. I I saw this one um, ad where this like pregnant girls wearing like a all gray tight jumpsuit. I'm like nobody's pregnant pussy would no. be able to withstand no a gray pussy. suit like that. No, it's like. Are you getting waxed? Or are you not wearing underwear with it? Like, what's no your shot situation? that there would be no. I w- I'm. I'm sorry. This, if that's... Is, this is a hot talk. I'm a thong girl. Like Ugh, I wear thong. Like rage. I would, like, like with with um, leggings. Be, okay. Are you because like... my ass is huge oh. and will swallow underwear if I'm wearing like leggings tight jeans like anything. So I save myself the hassle. That's just pre wedge. And that's I, only, I don't get like lacy ones. They're the like seamless ones. I got you. But this pregnancy, I think I've worn a thong twice. And that was because I was out of underwear. Out of underwear. Well, because you're wearing pads. Yeah. So for the WAP. The WAP probs. The WAP probs. <laughs> pregnancy WAP. Oh my gosh. Um, and Jess, I'm, I'm sure you you deleted this memory from your mind if you had any sense. But what? when Pickle licked Joe's asshole during sexual intercourse. You guys, and it hasn't ended. <laughs> Her interest in yeah. Joe's asshole? Yeah, there was an incident the other day. No. Where he was getting out of the shower. And he's changing. <laughs> took his towel off. And Pickle got curious about the other side. <gasps> Not the butt, but use your memory. The, use, the, your, use your use your use your knowledge. The pickle, pickle liked wanted to sniff and lick the pickle, Ooh. and Joe said, "That's it, that's it. We gotta <laughs> we gotta kick her out." It was so bad. Kick but her out of the house. What is up with her? She's ballsy. She's so no pun intended. Hey, <laughs> no pun intended. It. Yeah, I don't. That was bad, guys. <laughs> People nice. did enjoy that. That yeah. was real. Last night, Josh told me he was talking. He's like. Matt's mad at me. I'm like, why? Matt is his lover from work. And I was like, why was Matt? Why is Matt mad? And he goes, I squeezed his pickle at lunch. 
And I was like, Josh, you can't be going around squeezing people's penises. That is so rude and weird. Stop doing that. He's, he's like, he he's, like li- he's like, literally. Rachel, I's literal pickle I squeezed at work. Oh my God. And I was like, okay, good. But I really thought. Because guys be doing that. What is up with that? Repressed. It is. Homoerotic fantasies. It is. I believe the same thing. I believe the same yeah. thing because you guys are just like touching people's dicks, but you're like, that's no homo. No homo. <laughs> it's so true. No homo. But in, th- in your guys' case, a little bit of homo, and that's okay. Someone, I remember someone else wrote, um, maybe this was a, a different, uh, <sighs> I'm dying. Um, but anyway, someone brought up uh, our our blue balls. Wait, speaking what was of that dumb about? shit, men do just how oh. men, like boys in high school had us really convinced that like guys, if they got horny and they didn't ejaculate, they were going to die. No, they had me convinced. <laughs> I can they remember one one guy in particular. He made me feel so bad about it. I'm like, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I guess I'll just welcome, go down on you. Welcome to me every time I've had sex with a, a man. The you know, fact it's that like, they were like, ah, come on, oh, come on, stop. Mm-mm. God, that is, they really bamboozled us. That is toxic masculinity at its finest. They really did. Wow. Yeah. It ain't real, guys. I'm sure we already know, but how the, they had me so convinced. I, felt so, I look back and I feel bad for Jess being like, oh. People pleasing. Oh my god! Dick pleasing. Dick pleasing. <laughs> dick pleasing. I'm a dick pleasing. <laughs> Come here. Is that what they called you? <laughs> no. <laughs> dick pleasing, Jessica. Come here, Captain of the Cheer Squad. Oh, Miss Blue Devil, Dick pleaser. <laughs> so I have one Miss boyfriend. Miss Blue Devil made through... him some Red Devils. If you oh know what I my mean. god! I had one boyfriend all through high school. So, so he was the one dick pleaser. All right. Ooh. Um, someone said that they knew I was pregnant uh, an episode before we announced it because I was short of breath shout out to you shout out to you I hope you've enjoyed all of my out of breathness especially since these new mics really pick up every yeah pardon pardon the sniffles in this episode I've got a I'm down with sickness not the sickness a little bit of a cold a little bit of a I mean it midwinter what I say is, like, my sinuses or anything get all weird, especially in Ohio when it's, like, 60 degrees. Mm-hmm. Now it's 15 degrees. Mm-hmm. So I think my body's just like, huh. Yeah. But I can still breathe. Yeah, if I was I- up I was up last night from, like, 3 to 6 a.m. Yeah. And I watched that new Disney movie, Strange World. I don't know. Yeah. Eh, it was okay. Nothing right home about. But okay. nothing worse than... I hate waking up in the middle of the night not being able to go back to sleep. I'm sure nobody fucking loves that, but... Yeah, I'm just like, you get in your head, you're the like, thing, I'm not going back to bed. The thing that really boggles my mind is how I have been waking up three to four times a night to pee. I do not hydrate in between peeing sessions. You know, I get up, I go to the bathroom. Maybe I'll wet my whistle if I'm real parched, but I'm not drinking well, water. Because there's but pressure. When I tell you I have a full fucking bladder four times a night full like just racehorse pee i'm like where is this coming from that's weird am i just like a camel all day because are, like yeah. i don't pee like that during the day like are i pee you chugging frequently. water all day well you need to be i have to have four 
to five of these a day. And you do? Religiously? Yeah. I'm a beverage girly, my very least. But like sometimes it's like, you know, I just had a cup of tea. Like I'm, I'm, sometimes I'll do some wiggle, wiggle around. Okay. So it's not strictly water. No, no. Yeah. And I, I have Liberty juice too. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to really tone my uterus, get it, get it in a good position. Yeah. To push a human out of my body. Someone, there are two people that says, um, anytime y'all go in for rise up, rise up, it's a tangent. And I love, it feels like a, a pod fam inside joke. And if, then someone said, a uh, compilation of y'all telling different gangs to rise up would have me rolling. Yes. Well, we would always say different things. Like, if, well, I know if I were to be the captain of any rise up crew, it would be the green bean casserole crew. Yeah, that's GBC right. BBC crew rise up. Rise up, we are the elite. No, it's mix everything up, gang. (laughs) Mixing it, mixing it, mixing it, mixing it, mixing it up. When I tell you, when I think about the way you describe how you eat your Thanksgiving plate, Mm -hmm. I can't do it without saying, just be mixing and mixing and mixing that plate. Uh huh. I know. I. It lives in my head rent free. Same, because I edited that TikTok and I remember just listening to it. Mixing and mixing and mixing. I feel like that's Ariana Grande reference get it get it yeah that's what i think i kind of pulled it it from live it make it say that sounds good right now actually um thanksgiving mixing and bowl mixing it mixing it mixing jess let me tell you when you get a rotis do yourself a favor get yourself a little packet of instant gravy get yourself some bob evans mashed potatoes why don't i just get a famous bowl do you think it would do i had i i got KFC the other day for the first time since 2013. <laughs> I got chicken tenders and a side of mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah. Wasn't that great? Wasn't impressed. No. Does Josh love KFC? Because Joe loves KFC. And I think it's a guy thing. Like they, it's a, it's like on their radar. I don't know. Josh, the funniest shit, I wish we didn't stop recording after last week. Because I don't know if you wanted to share The this. funniest shit of my life of our life is so josh i mean he's fine with his shit being put on blast i mean at least this stuff like he has a little issue i mean as we know he's got fatty liver disease fld fld, FLD baby crew FLD, rise up fld crew Gang rise, rise up. up fld um <laughs> okay so but i also feel like fld would just <laughs> sounds like fat little dick or something <laughs> <laughs> Chode crew rise up. Chode crew rise up. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with them chodes, okay? But I check Josh's location like a stalker, especially when he's leaving places. Okay, also, I got a bit of anxiety. The anxiety goes both ways. There are location girlies, and that we have an appearance here. Pickle, we love you, Pickle. She wants to get up here, and she can. But oh. um, yeah, there's location girlies, and then there's people who don't. Yeah, but the location checkers out there. I mean, they're serious. Yeah. Like, they'll do it to all their friends. Kim, for instance, she's not afraid to admit that she will check all of our locations. Yes. Uh-huh. Like, all, all, all day. I don't do it to really anybody but Josh. And then if Madison doesn't answer my calls, I'm like, where's she at? What's she doing? You be snooping. But I don't snoop unprompted. Only if someone doesn't answer my Oh, okay, okay. Anywho, um, so we called. I, I you go to check his location. And I see where he's at. 
And he's at nothing other than Mickey fucking D's, McDonald's guys. And he has FLD and he's trying to get it down. So that was the concern. Yeah, I was just like, hey. Well, no. And my concern isn't that because Josh's health is his responsibility. If he wants, if he's starving after work and he, like, there's no shame in having McDonald's if you're starving and you need food and it's an ASAP situation. But call your pregnant wife and let her know so she can give you her order so you can bring it home for her to eat. Don't leave me out of it. That's my point. Right. Um, he screens my call. As you were there, you saw it, and I was like, he's ordering. He's in the Mickey's. The best part is how it unfolded. Rachel's like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to go home. And he's just so, <laughs> so vague, but he's not wrong, right? Yeah, so he's, he's like, like, I'm on my way home. This is how he gets through with stuff. And, and it's, it's like half-truths because yeah. then you can get away with the lie. And so Rachel's is like, I know where you're at. He's like, what? Can't can a guy get a large fry? He's like, my God, what are you, what are you stalking me? And it was so <laughs> funny how it unfolded. And he was like, what? What do you want from me? And it was so <laughs> funny because if I called Joe out like this, he'd be like, why? You know, I feel no, like he would he, get immediate defensiveness. Like, like mad. Like, but yeah. Josh just like, because he knows it's not that serious to me. I'm like, the, like Josh really has an issue with lying for no reason in like the only way it manifests now is sneaking fast food mm-hmm. and it's shame eating. It's a real problem. It's something that he needs to work on with a nutritionist and in it's a clinical issue. And I choose to be like, just going the opposite way of like, if you want to eat fast food, eat fast food because me like encouraging the shame. Yeah. Like, why are you doing that? Well, no, well, we can't. Yeah, we can't. We can't I, shame you for it. But, but I can like, shame you for forgetting about your pregnant wife and not getting me, that we can't do not ordering me food. But it was so funny. And we were sitting there. We're, la- we're all laughing. Out, and like, he knows I'm on the call. And like, we're just laughing about it. And she's like, you don't even think of me, whatever. And there it's light. It's fun. And I said, no shot. You didn't get a fucking double cheeseburger. He's like, what do you mean, Jess? Of course I had to get the double cheeseburger. He's like, what do you, what do you think I am, a psychopath? And I'm like, and you had to get a large Coke, and there's no way you did. He's like, of course, Jess. And it was so funny because I'm like, I know that fucking order. And <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so it was just so funny that it just, like, kept unfolding. And then Rachel's like, why are you lying? He's like, I didn't lie. I just didn't tell you the whole truth. We, and he knows that that, that goes nowhere with no. me. Because I'm just like, withholding is lying. And um, always with the fast food. I know. He Snapchatted me. He said, shame burger. And he was <laughs> eating it. <laughs> he is fucking hilarious. It's just, it's this like self-deprecation. I just like, loved his willingness to like play along with it. And I yeah. just thought that was really funny. And yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I there. There have been moments like in our relationship where like that really would have made me mad. Like the line, like in because it can, but like I know specifically like Josh's withholding is specific about food. Yeah. And hiding food. And I understand where it comes from with his childhood trauma. Like mm-hmm. I understand that food plays a huge role in comfort. Like things like yeah. I can relate to. For sure. And I just try to be a safe space for him to, like, when you want to be honest. Yeah. Like, let's just go get Taco Bell. Because right. if you don't, 
and we aren't open about it, you're going to sneak it for a week. Yeah. You're it's so it funny. Week, and you're going to get sick of yourself and you're going to feel like shit and you're going to be like, I got to make a change. And I'm like, yeah. we need to break that fucking cycle like now because I don't want my daughter seeing you hide food. Yeah. It's just not a healthy environment. No. And it's funny because we're living the same life because Joe did the exact same thing. And yeah. he always refers to it as the Wendy's conversation because I am better with conflict, especially when it comes to Joe. But at first it was just something like the first big lie I caught him in because like he was coming home. it's like home. the unnecessary lie. It's so, so unnecessary. I don't yeah. care, you know, but it's his shame. It's not us being like, what are you, Wendy's? Like, yeah, I'm not calling him out on that. It was I was calling him out on him not telling me that he ate the Wendy, Wendy's and came home and ate a meal and yeah. pretended to be hungry. I'm like, that is just not good for anybody. It's definitely not good. You're just overeating Mm -hmm. for the sake of covering up the food that you already ate. It's like not that serious, you know? And so I was like, hey. And I was like real fucking serious about it. I was like, I found a Wendy's receipt. And um, (laughs) you told me that you didn't. And I, (laughs) it was just like, I, I, he's like, I thought we were breaking up. It was like, I just like didn't know how to approach it. But I'm like, it just, it's not a big deal. I'm not shaming you for it. But like. Why? What? Why, why would you, you feel hide it? Lie? Why would you hide it? You yeah. know. And of course, he's just like, "Well, I'm embarrassed. Like, I don't want to be a guy who eats fast food. You know, you you deserve this person." I'm like, "Yeah, um, that's not how it works, dude. You know, it's like people are allowed to eat fast food. If that's something that you want, yeah. go get it. But you know, food he's doesn't like, say anything about your worth. And I think that's just the the diet culture and everything we get caught up in. And like in the end, it's like it's unhelpful to demonize fast food mm-hmm. be- for any reason. It's funny because I was telling you I have pretty disordered eating and the fact that like the like McDonald's is like a um like a no place for me. Yeah, but well, there are me. I was thinking about that after you said it. I'm like McDonald's got a lot of flack. It could be our- like the one yeah. that like I just couldn't go in. Like I had a weird a really hard time for years to go through through fast food drive through at all because it was just like a a no food um and i said to rach i I was thinking of like the feeling i would feel sitting in the line and it would be embarrassed it'd be like shameful embarrassed like i shouldn't be doing this there's healthier choices i can make um but i've been healing that for a few years now which is good and but um yeah mcdonald's was like the one but i have like pretty disordered eating and that was like my yo-yo dieting through the years and shame i'm like i have my own shame around fast food but it's not it's me it's like not other people but and i think it yeah there's a lot i can say about that like obviously it's finding moderation with all things in your life which is like balance finding difficult though for people which is why so many people have disordered eating right well it's why like finding balance and even being able to like have fast food or these quote-unquote bad things can be hard is because you're taught that like any is bad Right. Any is bad and it's slippery slope and you're letting yourself go. Like a no food. It's it's like like, it's a a no. It's just like it's not. It's all or not. Well, that was me. It's like an all or nothing. Right. That's how all diets have been for me. It's like there's no moderation for it. Which is not healthy. No, it's not. And I feel like I'm the healthiest now that I'm just allowing myself to eat this stuff, but within moderation. And like 
I can feel that when I eat certain foods, I feel better. Yeah. So if you're not feeling well, like just go towards those foods. They're going to fuel you. And like really understanding and feeling that, Mm -hmm. which has been, which has been awesome. Something that helped me was when I realized that like, you know, like when I would do, when I was really deep in my eating disorder and, you know, instead of pizza, I would have like sliced zucchini with like cheese and pepperoni girl i i was that girl too in college but, i did those but you know it never satisfied or satiated the pizza craving so i would then either like cave and like eat an entire Binge. marco's pizza mm-hmm. or yeah exactly so it's like give yourself permission to enjoy what you want because completely taking it away doesn't help or like trying to find these different alternatives which you know diet culture has done you know it's why there's a million different diet desserts right which are just packed with more preservatives and weird shit it's like and, like just make yourself a chocolate cake babe. yeah someone i forget I think it was like my sister who told me that brit and she was just like just eat it like you're if you're craving it eat it, eat it. there's a reason you're craving it so just you know yeah um Feed the craving and move on. Move on. Like, and yeah. don't feel bad about it. It's just it's like. The more time you spend thinking about food, the less healthy of a relationship you have with correct. it. Correct. If you're. In both, in both ways. Uh-huh. There's so days I, I would spend about like, when's my next meal? Planning it out. Because like, I was starving. I was hungry. Right. And so it was like, I'm looking forward to that next meal. And. Yeah. That was not, not healthy at all. So no. it's like, I eat what I want, when I want. Right. When I'm craving something, I get it. Right. And like I said, it's it's about how food is making me feel. That's yeah. like the intuitive eating part of it. It's right. like, and just knowing and knowing more about foods, which is fun, you know, yeah. like this gives you energy. This will help clear your skin up. You mm-hmm. know, I find that stuff interesting. So. And it's, it's such a long journey. Like I Oof, was yeah. like talking to Josh about it because it's like, you know, he wants to try, you know, intermittent fasting. He likes to do all this shit. Like where I was when I was 18 He's discovering at the age of 29, 30 years old, right? And I say, you know, I set my boundaries of like, I don't want to talk about it out loud. I don't want to be encouraged. I'm like, because in the end, Josh, you're going to get to balance because that's where hopefully all of us lead. Mm -hmm. It's to a place of like healthy, well-rounded living. I'm like, because are you telling me we're not going to take our daughter out for ice cream? Right. Are you because telling me you're we're not on a diet or something? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, we're not doing that. I was like, so I believe and I trust that, like, you're going to get to a place of, like, balance, you know? Like, where you're not thinking about food constantly or tracking calories or just saying fuck it and then letting your whole mind be surrounded by, by like, a binge. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm like, we're going to find the balance because that's where this road leads. Right. But you can't force anyone to like be where you're at. No. And I think that's hard like with friendship when anybody's going through anything and you just wish you could like shake them and be like stop dating this guy or you know yeah. stop stop you know contributing to diet culture, you know whatever it is. It's like you have to let the people you love sit through their own struggle. Mhm. And that doesn't say anything about me, you know? It's no. Like, yeah. It's just you got to it's hard to witness it, yeah. right? And watch it, but all you can do is model yeah (laughs) i'm just speaking like in my relationship you know with joe it's like model but also like don't can't be triggered by the stuff that goes on with him because 
I just, I, I can't, you know, I'm in a different journey. I mean, right. what I want, you want to go straight health. That's on yeah. you, dude, you know, but he has to figure it out on his own. These people have to figure it out on, it's not your responsibility yeah. to, cause I can do that. My, um, my codependency would meal prep for him if he's right. like all in. I'm like, okay, I want you to get healthy. You know, yep. you, I want this to start, but like, that's really triggering for me. Right. So no, I just, it's, it's not my responsibility either. So right. Let go and let Joe. <laughs> let go and let Joe. Let go and let Josh. <laughs> you gotta let them do what they're gonna do. Yes, sir. Oh my God. If my dad doesn't stop checking in on me to see if I've given birth, I'm gonna lose. Well, it was a close call there. Right. You know, I think I mean, everyone thought it was happening in days. Like, I like, for sure did. I know. It's like, dad, I, I will let you know. Well, he's like, everything good. It probably feels good from your breakdown last night. You know, like he's. Yeah, I know. He's alive and well. And he's going out of town. My dad is going out of town for a couple weeks. So he won't, unless I give birth tomorrow or before Saturday morning. I'm not sure what O-Dog wants here. Olive. She's never been this needy? Never. She. I remember when you were a puppy girl. Oh, yeah. She was bad. She's bad. Um, filming a funeral. That is up there. I would do it again. I would do it again for a check. Um, you would. Who wouldn't? It was. It was not that bad. That is crazy to me. That hey. still really shocks me. Like, would you guys zoom in on the casket? I mean, there wasn't an. It wasn't an open wake. It was a. <sighs> it was a Catholic mass, funeral mass. We just had the angles we needed to get. Great. That was a great memory, though. It, I. I mean. And I mean it. I would do it again. If I could just moonlight, you know, midweek, doing a couple funies. A funie boy. A funie or two. A funie, you know, anything that just requires just a point and, point and shoot. No creative, no <laughs> no creative brand whack. No, there isn't, though. Oh. Just get it. Get what you need to Because that's done. what's really been killing me is I'm working on this film that I'm so excited about. And I want to get it done before Elsie gets here. But I've got about one good hour a day of like creativity and it's when i wake up because i'll i'll spend time thinking about it like i'm on a good roll but we've been working on this film for about <laughs> three weeks and it is not where i want it to be and but, i'll get there but i can't i can't rush the creative code genius no you can't i just let it go i'm like <sighs> people appreciate it no matter what i know but it's just you don't like making people wait I know. I know you don't. Yeah. Some people are a little more comfortable with it. <laughs> <laughs> not, not me. Anybody, not anybody I know. Not me. I mean, I'm trying. Oh, my God. Je- Jess's life-ending butt pimple. Oh. That is, that really. Man, the delivery I, of I that remember st- where I was in the car when I was listening to that story. The delivery of the story is so good. I listen back. I'm like, wow, that was Jess at her best. But I'm telling you that story is was life ending. That yeah. that was what I thought was cancer. Okay, I thought that was really going to take my life. And <laughs> the fact when I just showed people too, I remember like flashing it to my friends in the basement. In fact, and you're flashing people's assist. Yeah, assist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like none of my friends even helped me out with it. They were like, <gasps> like <laughs> you did not. You weren't part of like pimple popping. Wasn't wasn't I mean I was in high school you know that shit wasn't out yet I didn't really know I remember like my, me and my friend Kristen were obsessed with pimple popping and this is like when our phones were basically like dial up 
data. (laughs) And I remember like Kristen pulling up a pimple popping video on her like Like on YouTube. Yeah. Just watching watching a violent pimple popping video in the bathroom. That probably cost you 30, 35 bucks for that video. Worth it. Oh my God. Um Yeah, when it when it popped at Dance Marathon, that was the kicker. Mm. All over my Sophie shorts running down my leg. Just the grinding is the, the, the friction is yeah. what really popped it, which is just you can't make that up. My sleeves were like rolled up, you know. Oh, what I mean? Of course they were. Yeah, with maybe they had a they hair tie. ribbon. Yeah, I had to have. Yeah, we loved the ribbon. I probably had the braids that you had in something like that, you know, Some French braids. Something I, we different. Keep, we're keeping it braided for labor, everybody. Yeah, keep she's in, decided in. on her labor hairstyle, and she is just rocking. Well, because it. here's my thought, you know, I, if I have my hair braided. Then I can take it out of the braids, put it in a headband. So, like, if I want to take any cute. cute pictures. Yeah. It's smart. It was a smart choice. Anywho. Thank you for the butt pimple. <laughs> Reliving. Thank you, Jess. Thank you for always being open and honest. Uh, yeah. I, I peeing your pants. Anything embarrassing happening to me, it will be on the pod. And or Joe, if I run it by him. But, yeah, absolutely. But with me, you can count on it. Yeah. Anything really. Bet I, on it. You can bet on it. I'll, I'll put it out here for you guys. I'm here for your entertainment. It's the emotional stuff that I'm having a hard time <laughs> putting out on the pod. But anything embarrassing that has to do with just me, absolutely. I'm all Okay, yours. let me just say, once Jess is ready to talk about this stuff, it'll be great. Grab an alcoholic beverage or... <laughs> It's coffee or tea if you're sober, and let's just chat. Yeah. It'll be a deuce. I mean, really, it will. And I'm excited to share it when I'm ready to share it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You've been learning a lot. Learning, growing. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's healing. There's learning. There's... There's twists, dev- There's turns. There's devastation. There's <laughs> tears. It's all of it. But we will come out on the other side to share. Yeah. But um, for now, sorry for the wait. <laughs> Some of the stuff that I think is crazy is that people, um, people brought up like old, like there are people that are still cycling through our older episodes. Divorce all episode. 83. My divorce episode, someone talked about, um, which like I haven't listened to since it came out, which was one of our well, first. Does, so that's like one of our first 10 episodes. Probably. It was because we were going straight into it. But um like that feels like like toad vibes feels like five years ago. Yeah, just because just like how we looked and the, the how many spaces we've we've gone occupied. To, yeah, with this with the podcast and it just. But they this person said that Rachel's speech about not about regretting to not love herself sooner and not valuing her own opinions mm-hmm. when people would ask me like, do you have any regrets? Like, do you regret anything yeah. from the divorce or from? What was that? Has an attitude. Yeah. I love the attitude. Cors Allen has that attitude. She's so majestic. I just love her. Anyway, sorry. Um, But, yeah, when people would ask me, like, do you have any regrets? You know, obviously about, like, getting married young or, you know, whatever. And it's just, yeah. it. When you think back on yourself in the times where, like, you were struggling. You think like, did I give myself any grace or patience or, you know, 
did I really understand myself at all? And I just, you know, I say this all the time. I just remember that the repeat, the thought on repeat was just like, what you want doesn't matter. What you want doesn't matter. Like that was on repeat in my head. I can't say it enough for five years. That's just wild. The, the continuous, whenever I'd get in an argument, whenever I'd think something, whenever I'd have um, a feeling, it was just suppressing. Like what you want doesn't matter. What you want doesn't matter. What you want doesn't matter. Because a lot of it was like, you know, you're a wife. Like this is about him. Or, you know, like it's all for the, you know, all in pursuit of the glory of God. And like what you want doesn't matter. Like it was, it was so big. Yeah. Because in order to like believe what i believed you have to make yourself so small right to fit into that narrative of like the perfect wife or the godly wife or like whatever that was and glad i'm out of it it's crazy to look to think back on right because of what i when we first became friends of how sure of yourself i thought you were yeah and it's and it's hard to hear because it's like I had this like different version, and then when you know we you were going through the divorce was when like all of that came out, like yeah. was just like bubbled to the surface because you couldn't hold it in any longer. So it's just well, different people knew a different version of me, right? Like, like what I came into, yeah, was like well, that was the thing, like cool photography girl who you is and married Joe- to from someone who's who lives in the UK, like yeah. totally cool. Yeah. You know, totally cool. Yeah. And you're like, let's meet at this vegan spot and we're not going to drink alcohol. And I was like, <laughs> well, it was not like a known thing, but I was like, I'd be ripping drinks by now. Did we not have any alcohol? I don't think so. I or maybe I got a beer. beer. I probably probably had beer. I wasn't, I don't know if I you wasn't did, anti-drinker. Though. I worked at a brewery at the time. No, not at that time. Really? No. Hop tree was like, Oh, that's that fall. That's when we got barley. That's when you were like. No, no, no. Hoptree was as soon as we moved back to Ohio from Oregon. So, yeah, I was working at Hoptree. It's how we, I paid the bills because our wedding season was so slow. Really? I don't think so, Rach. I know when I worked there. It started in May, like that that time. I probably just started working there. So, oh, I probably okay. wasn't big into beer yet. Okay. But who knows? I wasn't not. I wasn't not. Drinking. No, I know. I know. But I felt like it was just like it was a pure friend hangout where we got dinner and got ice cream after like two little cutie girls we were cutie girls and they were like i want to be your best friend and i'm like me too (laughs) teach me everything you know bangs too we did we did but just yeah and that was me walking into that only knowing that version and then watching you be hashtag boss babe <laughs> and like oh, i had a shirt that said boss babe you did you did but no but i mean like hosting your own retreats and like in that my in my mind like that's not someone who is you know what i want doesn't matter because like right. in my mind it was like but it's like what you geez. want emotionally right like, i mean what i was doing in, in my career a lot of a lot of it was about me and especially because it was like my career is what built his Mm-hmm. not in any sort of negative way like i mean that happens all the time but like there was a certain amount of like confidence like i've always had confidence in what i can offer and you know my abilities as a photographer or videographer or whatever it is mm-hmm. um but you and joe coming into my life were like the first people one that were outside of the church that i had made friends with um but also like you guys just thought i was cool and it was at a time where 
Dave and I were separating socially. We'd made a choice that like, we don't need to have the same friends. We don't need to socialize together. Like we don't enjoy those things. It was the beginning of the like great separation of like, okay, we'll stay married, but we're not going to have anything to do with each other socially. Um, And then it made me realize like, oh, people think that like I deserve things or like that Mm -hmm. I am kind and that I am patient and that I am, you know, I bring things to a relationship or, and my husband doesn't think that like truly. And this is how he thinks of himself is like, everything's a work in progress. So it was never like, you're great. It's always, you can be better. And he thought that of himself. It was not like a one-sided thing, but it was such a toxic thing for me. Cause, and that was a recurring fight we'd have. I'd be like, I'm good. If I die right now, I'm good with where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Like I'm good with my growth. And he just like, he could not relate or understand or resonate with that. Right. Cause he was never going to be happy. Right. With himself, let alone me because i would forget to shut the drawers <laughs> never forget uh, but yeah the divorce stuff is so strange because it's like now i find marriage so joyful mm-hmm. like i just have such a joy-filled like marriage and relationship and friendship um josh and i talk about how some like we'll still call each other like our like boyfriend or girlfriend mm-hmm. and and like someone at work said, like Josh like said, like, oh yeah, my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, it's not your girlfriend, it's your wife. And Josh is like, she'll never not be my girlfriend. Yeah. She's, she's both, she's all things. Yeah. Yeah. And we just love that. Like we love just feeling like we we can get through stuff and nothing is that nothing's not figure outable with right. each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That feels good. Feels solid. I have such bad heartburn right now. And my throat just gurgled and these new mics probably picked up yeah, on that. I'm embarrassed. Okay. Wow. What a good episode. We went there. We, we went, went there on a few things. We went there on a few things. I wasn't expecting it. Happy two years, Happy Jess. Two- Thanks Happy- for doing this with me. Happy two years, Rach. Your, your hands are cold and clammy, bish. I'm cold sick. And clammy. Okay. Yuck. I told you it was... I shouldn't have touched your hand. Yeah, yeah. don't Sorry. get me sick. Okay. Sicko. Sorry, having a moment. Um, happy two fucking years, Rach. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Repulse. I, I was repulsed by your hands. I'll and they are back. very cold and clammy. Please stop. I'm embarrassed now. <laughs> I want... Happy two fucking years, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. And this is my slow exit, okay, guys? So next week mm. is the pre-recorded episode with Meredith that will come out. If I am in labor or not. So we hope I am. We hope I've had a baby by next Friday because I will have been past my due date. I'll be two days past my due date. Right. And we can only hope that she'll be on time. And then Jess is responsible for the next couple weeks. Yeah. Joe and I will hop on. Um, Meg Nye will return. Meg Nye. Meg Nye will return. I'm happy to have her. Um, as always, so she's just the fucking best. Um, and then we'll see, see. where Rach is at from yeah. there. Um, we might do some more like virtual recording episodes. That might yeah. end up being what's easiest so I don't have to leave. Yeah. I think for, that would be good. We end up gabbing. So. Yeah. But yeah. We love you guys. Thank you for sticking with us for two fucking years. Yeah. We're so grateful for you. 83 episodes. Yeah. At least. <laughs> just like 
a lot. So we love you. We love and you. And I'll see you guys when I'm a mother. Oh, yeah. See you on the no other drama. side, Rage. No drama. See you on the other side. Ooh, that's uh, so weird. I know. I can't wait to meet her. Okay, guys, this is for Better and Worse Podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Rach. And we out of here. Yeah.